This is the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast, and I'm your host, Brian Briscoe. Now, this podcast is designed for the aspiring apartment investor and literally gives them the opportunity to ask the questions that will help them get to the next level. So if you're an aspiring apartment investor, this podcast is for you. Now, this podcast is brought to you by the Tribe of Titans Multifamily Educational Community. It's your one-stop shop for learning how to succeed at apartment investing. Hey, welcome to the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast. I'm your host, Brian Briscoe, and this is going to be another multifamily brief episode. Today, I want to talk a little bit about posturing for success, navigating the turbulent markets. And I want to give you, I think, three recommendations for people who are new to this business and trying to break in. But before we do that, let's make sure we establish a baseline and understand where we are right now. I think there's a lot of uncertainty in the market, and it really doesn't matter what market you're talking about right now. There is a lot of uncertainty. I mean, the stock market is a few points above its 52-week low right now with probably more volatility ahead. A lot of experts don't think it's reached the lowest point it's going to in this market cycle. The bond markets, which should be stable, have also seen significant losses this year, with the UK especially recently going through some some market turmoil in, in their bond market. Now, debt. That's been kind of one of the big topics recently. Debt on commercial real estate has been extremely difficult to forecast because the base indices that determine the interest rates have been extremely volatile. Lenders are hesitant to quote rates and terms today because they may be drastically different a week from now, let alone two to three months from now when a property under contract today would expect to close. Real estate markets, you know, they are largely dependent on the debt markets for leverage because the leverage boosts the returns. And therefore, the real estate markets are also seeing some of that turbulence. But I think a lot of that turbulence is largely focused on those that are forced to sell or refinance right now. You know, people who bought a year or two or three years ago who are you know, with fixed rate loans and are able to weather the storm are going to do just fine. You know, the we, we see there's still a, a very high demand for housing, you know, year over year rent increases in most of the nation are still fairly high. So people who are in a good spot right now shouldn't have any problems navigating the storm. But I also think, you know, people who know how to operate are going to be in a much better position. Now, for those looking to buy, you know, pricing hasn't softened enough on most properties to help people be able to meet the return expectations from six months ago. And unfortunately, a lot of investors haven't really adjusted their expectations either. So it's kind of hard to bring the right amount of equity to the table and, and still meet those expectations. Now, even though the turbulent conditions will produce buying opportunities. You still have to be able to navigate through the turbulence to close on deals much more now than in the last several years. Now, we can't see the future, but we can look at the past and make some projections. Now, we've gone through you know national and global recessions before, and we have a lot of data on that. Now, commercial real estate is, especially multifamily, is typically recession resilient, but it's not recession proof. And looking back at the past century of economic history, most recessions are followed by a prolonged period of economic growth. So what does that mean? Well, I think it means real estate is still a good option, especially multifamily real estate is still a good option for investing. And what makes 
multifamily specifically resilient is that people always need a place to live, whether it's a recession or whether you know, a bearable market, it doesn't matter. What if you're new right now to the business trying to break in? Well, here are a couple of, of recommendations for you that I think are especially important right now. Okay. Number one, partner up. Okay. Commercial real estate already has built-in barriers to entry that make it difficult for newcomers. And it's especially pronounced today as lenders are tightening up their purse strings. Since it may not be the best time to go it alone, a really good option for most aspiring investors may be to partner up with operators that have enough experience to navigate market conditions. Of course, I think this is a good advice in any market, and part of me wishes I had done the same instead of going it alone myself, though who knows where I'd be right now had I changed course. Number two, posture and prepare. Now, as mentioned, generally after turbulent times, there are calm seasons. And if you're not ready to pull a trigger now for some reason, you can posture yourself to be much more competitive in six months to a year. Now, please do not confuse this with not taking action. Okay, posturing now includes taking massive action. And I'm talking about building your systems, okay, networking, establishing relationships, and building relationships with people, producing evergreen content. And starting a podcast or a blog could be in there. Getting professional marketing materials done, et cetera. I'm not talking about inaction. I'm talking about preparing for the future, preparing for six months or a year from now when it may be a much better market to invest in. And number three, get creative. In the current situation, there may be deals that hinge on creative solutions. For example, loan assumptions are going to be much more common now. But if the loan balance is too low with respect to the purchase price, you know, a loan assumption by itself may not work. Instead, maybe maybe offer seller finance or ask for seller financing subject to clauses, master leases, and other things that may be able to put you in control of a property without assuming the mortgage or without bringing a large amount of equity to the table. All right. And I noticed that I said, put you in control of the property. Some of these options may not actually put you on the title of the property. So anyway, whichever option you choose, do what you can to stay in the game. Okay, do what you can to keep going forward. And I think those who are left standing in six months to a year from now are going to be in a position to make a large profit. Anyway, that's it for today. For, for more content and more stuff related to what's, what we talk about, join our Tribe of Titans. It's a great place to be, a great place to, to continue the conversation. Thanks for listening to the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast by the Tribe of Titans. If you're still listening, you obviously liked it. So go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a five-star rating and review if you haven't already. And then make sure to check out our YouTube channel, which incidentally has a ton of video content that you'll also enjoy and learn from. Now, if you're interested in being on the show, go to our website, diaryofanapartmentinvestor.com and fill out the questionnaire on the website. And for more educational content and for more information about our educational community, check us out at thetribeoftitans.info.